Kristen, and you're listening to Podcast and Amplify, a podcast for women entrepreneurs who want to amplify their voice and brand through podcasting and grow a wildly successful business. I'm the executive producer and host of two shows and an entrepreneur, and I love helping women grow their visibility, mindset, and business to the next level. Each week, I share tips on how to launch and leverage your podcast, and I'm bringing on the very best business leaders to give you advice on how to build your business empire. Let's amplify your voice and business. Welcome back to Podcast and Amplify. I'm your host, Kristen. And in this episode, we're going to talk all about seasons. So we're going to talk about why you would want to create a season for your podcast, what that actually looks like, and what to do during the off season when you're not releasing podcast episodes every week. So let me tell you why I created seasons for Podcast and Amplify. So when I started my first podcast, it ran through the year. It didn't have any breaks. And I started realizing like, uh oh, this isn't really sustainable for me, even though I loved my podcast. And so when I started Podcast and Amplify, I knew that I wanted to have seasons for my podcast where I would release episodes for a certain period of time, take some time off, and then for another season. So what that looks like for podcast and Amplify is a spring season and a fall season. Now I launched this podcast in August of last year. So, so far I've had a fall season and then now this spring season. I run each season for about four months. And so that means I take off January, February and July, August which is great timing because I think at the beginning of the year, people have a lot going on. They're just trying to start the new year off with a lot of goals or they're just kind of trying to fill their way into what what that year is going to look like. And it gives people some space to do their thing. And then in the summer, a lot of people are on vacation and they might not necessarily be listening to a podcast. So I touched on why I wanted to have podcast seasons instead of running my show throughout the year, having 52 episodes a week, or because I release my two episodes a week, that would be 104 episodes a year. And a big reason why I am taking these breaks, having these seasons is actually for a few reasons. So I absolutely love podcasting and I want to continue to love it. So For me, it's important that I take breaks and that I create a cadence that feels good for me, that feels good for the way that I work, how much downtime I need, how much creative time I need. And I'm a real big proponent for anyone in their businesses, whether you're creating written content, podcasts, episodes, the most important thing is to really make sure that you're that you're honoring what you need and you're not putting pressure on yourself to go 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 and burn yourself out and that's absolutely what I did not want to do with my podcast I always want it to be something that is super enjoyable I never want to feel like oh this is just like drudgery and I'm so over it and exhausted by it so I have to put in some downtime from the podcast so that I'm able to 
continue to create this podcast in a really joyful, enjoyable way. And that's something that's really important to me. Uh, It's one of my values is to work in a way that feels really good. So that's what the seasons help me to do. They also help me be creative because I'm sort of taking this break and I know I have space to just think about, oh, what could the show be? And for me, growth is another value of mine. And I'm always trying to think about how can I evolve? And that also means that I'm looking at the podcast and thinking about, well, how can the podcast evolve? And I can't really do that if I'm just continually in it, producing it every day, um, doing interviews every week. I just like having the space to take a step back, look at season one, what did I learn? How did I grow? What needs tweaking? How can I dial it up a notch? So I love having that space in between uh, podcast seasons so that I can make those changes and continue to evolve the podcast as I evolve my business, as I evolve as a person. And so those are just a few reasons behind why I think seasons are so valuable and they've been so great for me. Now, not everyone will feel like they need seasons. Some people like to just produce an episode every week. It's no big deal. And that's totally fine. But I wanted to offer you this perspective on podcasting. What I hear from a lot of people is they feel like they're going to be overwhelmed by always having to put out episodes and seasons will allow you to take breaks when you need them. They'll allow you to plan in advance because you know how many episodes you'll be releasing whenever you decide to release them throughout the year. And it just gives you the ability to be in control of the content you're putting out and how you put it out there. So let's talk about what that looks like. So for me, I take those two months off to actually produce and create my show. So really in those times that the episodes are being released during their seasons, you're seeing sort of the fruits of my labor during those two quote unquote off months where I'm not releasing any episodes. And so the really great thing is I will spend about a month, a month and a half thinking up topics, doing research on potential guests, reaching out to guests, scheduling the interviews and getting those all recorded, getting my solo episodes recorded as well. And then creating the promotional content, the graphics, the show notes, uploading them, and then scheduling them to release on my website, scheduling them in the podcast host and scheduling the social media posts. So I'm doing all that during the breaks. And so I'm really creating four months worth of content that I really don't have to think about. So in one year, I have eight months of content that's already created and it's on its own schedule of being released. And I really don't have to do much other than at the beginning of the month, I send the guests an email saying, hey, your episode is scheduled to go live this month. Here are some assets. Thank you for sharing with your community. For me, that frees up so much space throughout the year by focusing the first month, month and a half of the year, or the, fir- the month 
month and a half in the summer to creating that content, doing the interviews. And it's fun. It's absolutely fun time because I'm focusing on each element of the show. It allows me to batch work. So I'm doing interviews in one to two weeks, or I'm spending two days doing the graphics, or I'm spending a day scheduling and uploading all the episodes and the graphics. So it allows me to be really hyper-focused on these specific things. And it gets done just so much faster because I know that this is the time that I've allotted to focus on creating the podcast. And then for most of the year, I'm working on other things in my business. Now I mentioned how I create seasons. So I, like I said, I have the spring and the fall and I take two months off in the beginning of the year and two months off at the summertime. I have a client who I worked with to help start her podcast and she's a coach. And what she does is she schedules one week a month to actually record her interviews and package them and get them all set up for releasing. And then she releases those throughout the month. What that looks like with her clients is she works with clients three weeks out of the month. They know that that first week of the month, she's not available. And she uses that time to work on her podcast and probably work on other things in her business. So I wanted to share that as another option for a way to create a cadence of content that works within your business because I know that you're not a full-time podcaster, that you provide services. Hey friends, we'll get back to the show in just a moment, but I wanted to take just a few seconds to invite you to a free workshop that I created. It's called Launch a Binge-Worthy Podcast, and it's all about helping you to create a heartfelt podcast that reaches your soul listeners and grows your business. If you want access, just go to podcastandamplify.com. It's totally free. Okay, friend, back to the show. Now, you might be thinking, are there any downsides to having seasons? And I know for me, I was definitely nervous about not releasing episodes for several months. I wasn't sure if people would just stop listening to the podcast, if they would think, oh, this is not a serious podcast. Or, you know, we're often told that consistency is key. We have to show up every day or every week. And while consistency is key, there is a way to be consistent even when you're not releasing episodes. So what that looks like is, one, communicating to your audience about your upcoming break and being consistent in sharing that with your listeners. So at the end of this year, in December, I knew I was going on a break from January to February. So I started letting my audience know that I was going to take a break. And it was a consistent in that message online and to my email subscribers, I let them know several times. And then I do a wrap up episode at the end of each season. And I mentioned it in there and let them know when to expect the upcoming episodes. And so communication about the break is super important and mentioning it more than once so that you make sure people hear that message and know what to expect, because you certainly don't want to go from podcasting, releasing every week to like nothing for months. 
that does nothing for trust and it might really be weird for people and disconcerting like oh where did that podcast go and no one told me it was going away so communication around the end of your season and the beginning of the new season is really important so another way to be consistent about communicating about your podcast during the off season is by letting people know what's going on during that off season, giving them that behind the scenes peek of you booking guests that you're super excited about or actually recording the episodes and sharing screenshots of your interviews with your guests. So it's really important to continue to create buzz about your podcast in between those seasons. And there's so many ways to do that. I just mentioned a few sharing screenshots or videos of your interviews, sharing behind the scenes, talking about upcoming topics or guests that you're excited about, sharing any new graphics. I know I revamped my graphics. And so I shared a few of those and shared that that's something I was working on. So for those two months, every week, I mentioned something about my podcast and what I was doing behind the scenes. And one of the things I was worried about as well was losing listeners because because they obviously they would have nothing to listen to and they might not stick with my show because they might not like that I took a break. And that's okay because I took a break because that's what is in alignment with me and how I want to run my podcast. But I was still curious about whether or not I would see a dip in listeners. And what ended up happening was I ended up having about an equal amount of downloads as I did when my podcast was being released weekly. And actually, they were almost as consistent as my regular season download numbers. And I think that's because the people who maybe didn't know about my show, they went back and were listening to season one episodes. And people who did know about my show and maybe didn't catch every episode, they were going back and listening to episodes that maybe they had missed. So from my experience, my taking a break from my podcast did not hurt my downloads at all. And in fact, what I put out definitely generated excitement about the season to come. And my downloads have just increased over this second season. The one thing that I was a little nervous about in terms of listeners falling off or just kind of not being happy with the fact that I wasn't releasing episodes and kind of giving up on the show didn't actually happen. And the key was, even though I didn't have a show airing every week, I continued to talk about the show because even if you're not airing episodes, your content is fantastic. Like my first season, I love my first season. So why not continue to talk about it to get people excited about it? And I knew that my second season was only going to be even better. So why not get people pulled in, get people excited about what they're about to listen to. Another sort of downside that I was a little nervous about was the fact that I recorded all of my episodes pretty much in January, a little bit in February. And that means that my guest episodes, that some of them won't air until May, June, like several months after they've spoken with me. And I was a little nervous about how my guests would feel about that. 
I think a lot of guests, and at least at when I've been on a podcast, it seems that most people are recording their episodes, their interviews within one to two weeks of releasing that episode. And I know that's what I was doing during my first season, but so far, every guest has been really fantastic about it. They totally understand how I'm recording episodes, what my process is. And I think, again, that just comes down to communication on my form on my website when you can apply to be on the show. I've included that this is a seasonal podcast and let them know your episode will be aired between March and June, end of June. So I give people a heads up. I let them know in my email outreach. And so I think as long as you're letting people know that that's the potential and that's how you run your show, then that helps them get into the mindset of, oh, okay, I this interview is not going to air next week. It could be several months from now. And this is a very common way that a lot of media is produced. Like if you think about this, a season of a TV show, or even talk shows, you know, the episodes are recorded in advance and then they're released sometimes all at once. If you're watching Netflix or, you know, traditional TV, they're released over a season. So this is a very common way that shows are produced and created. And it may not be right for you, or it may sound really great, but I just wanted to use this episode to break down what it looks like to have podcast seasons, the pros and the cons and how I do it and how that's worked for me. So I hope this episode has been enlightening for you and helpful. I love to share what I learn along the way on my podcasting journey with you in the hopes that you get to learn from my trial and error, my experimentation. And if you're thinking about starting a podcast and you want to work with someone like me who will help you figure out how to create a podcast that amplifies your voice, that reaches your ideal listeners in a really meaningful way, and that works for you and your schedule, whether that's seasons or no seasons, whatever that looks like, that's what I'm here to help you do. So go ahead and send me a DM over on Instagram at podcast and amplify, or click on the link in the show notes to book a call and we can chat through how I can help you launch your heart centered podcast. And if you have a business bestie that you know would really benefit from listening to the show, please share it with them. It's one of the best ways to help me grow the show. And I so, so appreciate it. And if you're new here, this is your first time listening, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss an episode of the Podcast and Amplify podcast. Thank you so much for listening today. That's all I got for you. And I'll see you next time. If you love today's episode, please subscribe so you don't miss a show. And rating and reviewing this podcast is the best way to help support us. Always remember your voice and what you have to offer is needed in the world. Until next week, take care.